So hey everybody, um, Jules Taylor here, and um, I want to talk to you about where I've been for the last four weeks and what I've been doing. And uh, this is a really difficult video to make. Um, I want to ask you to watch this and listen to what I have to say because uh, it's not very often that I that I get into extremely personal stuff online. Um, I'm you know going to sacrifice a lot of privacy while making this video and having this discussion um i can't really keep it short so if you if you do watch this all the way thank you um and uh and i want to just uh start by saying that you know i had some some free time recently you know i worked for a venue as a sound person and there were some covid concerns and that led to a pause in the music and during that time uh you know i i thought well i had this time on my hands and and so I, I should probably try and go see my mother. Um, I should probably try and see my family in Texas. I don't get a chance to, to see them very often. And so, uh, you know, I decided to book a flight down there. Um, I was supposed to arrive on September 14th, um, but a couple days before my trip, you know, I, I realized that on the 14th of September a hurricane was supposed to hit South Texas and Corpus Christi where I was headed where my family lives my mom my stepdad my sister her wife and uh, their child my nephew Caden um, so and and a couple days before that as well when I realized a hurricane was going to be hitting on that day uh, I got the news that my sister and my nephew had both uh, tested positive for COVID and uh, so they were quarantining in the house and I you know everything seemed really bad about this trip at that point everything seemed really ominous like you know uh, not only was there a hurricane I might be you know it probably wouldn't schedule a flight to fly into that but you know a hurricane hitting Corpus Christi with a family that has people in quarantine I mean it just seemed like it was bad news all over the place um, but I decided that I was going to make the trip anyway uh, because I thought well, hell, like, if something happens to this kid, if something happens to, you know, my nephew or my sister or, um, you know, Lord forbid my mom come down with COVID or something, it's like I needed to be there to help support my family. So I decided to fly in anyway. Thankfully, the hurricane uh, went a different direction. And uh, so we avoided the hurricane and I got down there and uh, my sister and my nephew were quarantining for a few more days. And I had kind of mentally already adjusted and, and you know, I, I thought I was probably going to get COVID by just even making this trip. Um, I, and so I was prepared for that. I was prepared to catch COVID. I was prepared to, you know, maybe fly into like Dallas or something and then rent a car to, to hit Corpus Christi from there. Um, but yeah, so, so anyway, so I, what I was wholly unprepared for and did not see coming at all um, was my mother's health failing while I was in Texas. Uh, and about the third night that I was there, uh, things really uh, things really got bad. Um, my mother was experiencing shortness of breath. Um, she is a diabetic. She's been diabetic for most of my life. Um, but that diabetes and 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 uh, her health overall uh, has resulted in some things like uh, severe edema. Like she had 
very much like had swollen uh, extremities and uh, was retaining excess liquid and it seemed like that excess liquid was now interfering with her ability to breathe and you know so my I should preface this by telling you that my my sister and her wife are both nurses uh, my stepdad is a paramedic and my mother is a paramedic uh, so you know there's medical professionals through my family um, my mother is a little cavalier about medical requirements and things because her and my stepdad uh, were both halo flight paramedics so what that means is they were when I was a kid they were flying around in a helicopter uh, saving lives you know so I uh, I can understand my mother's uh, she's not the greatest patient you know like uh, and I say that in the most loving way possible because a lot of medical professionals are really not the best patients at all um, and as for my mom I can understand just she's like she's like yeah what do I you know I was patching up amputees in the middle of a helicopter and I I totally get that um, but it just it's gotten to the point where my mother's uh, diabetes and edema uh, was not only kind of symptomatic of, uh, of kidney failure, uh, renal failure, um, but it also, it just kind of, you know, it, it, it's, she developed congestive heart failure is what's happened. And so that night as she was going into a tripod stance, a tripod stance is something that happens when, when people and animals can't breathe, they, they, they assume a certain posture, uh, it's called the tripod posture, and that was very clear to me uh, that she was not only having difficulty breathing, but the tripod position is not a not a good sign. And in checking her uh, pulse oxygen or her blood oxygen rating with the little O2 sensor, thanks COVID, now everybody has one of those, right? Well, we had one, a couple of them, and uh, she was in the low 80s. And I mean, anything below 93 is critical, you know? Um, so we... It was late at night and we just tried to make it through the night by giving her some albuterol treatments uh, that came from my nephew. My nephew was receiving albuterol treatments uh, while he was uh, suffering from COVID uh, at, at the worst points. And uh, so we gave my mother albuterol treatments uh, with this child's albuterol treatment mechanism that was it was shaped like a penguin. The case it comes in is shaped like an igloo. Uh, so here we are giving her these albuterol treatments. And that sustained her through the evening till we could get her to the urgent care in the morning. Uh, we, you know, it's some, we really should have called an ambulance, but you know, it's kind of, in American culture, it's customary to ask the person who needs an ambulance if they would like an ambulance before you call one because it's so expensive. Um, so, so she went to the urgent care in the morning. Uh, the urgent care said, go to the emergency room. The emergency room said, uh, we're going to uh, admit you for three days. Once she was admitted, that was extended to a week. Um, and, and, you know, I, I, should, uh, I should say that my mother has been going to doctors for a few years now, and none of them have been able to figure out what's wrong with her. Uh, doctors have described her as a medical anomaly. Um, and they have never quite been able to figure out uh, what was compromising her health. And so all that, to, to, there, was a, there was a great relief felt amongst uh, myself and my family finally having a diagnosis, because uh, what we found out while she was there, 
is that my mother's kidneys were, were only functioning at 12%. She had uh, developed congestive heart failure and she needs, uh, she, she's on dialysis now. And so dialysis uh, required surgery first to put a port in her chest. So she has to wear these button-up shirts like this, right? And she has a, a port in her chest now. So um, the deal with that is that we're not going to know for another two and a half months or so um, if her kidney damage is uh, permanent or not. If she'll need to be on dialysis permanently or if she'll need a kidney. Um, so we don't know that. We don't know that right now. And, uh, you know, it, it's... I was an EMT for a little bit, man. I got a family full of nurses. My mom was a paramedic. My stepdad was a paramedic. You know, dialysis is like not a good, uh, it's not a good sign, but it's something that, you know, people come off of uh, dialysis. It happens. It's just a matter of finding out if your kidney damage is permanent or if the kidneys will kind of repair themselves to a, a certain degree. Um, of course, quality of life is a factor, um, you know, uh, so, I had to have some really hard conversations down there, man, about like, what do we do if mom dies? Like, what's going to happen to the house? What's what's going to happen with, what's my sister going to do down there, you know? Um, and, and so my mom has, she's made some plans for a funeral uh, in advance, as people do as they get up in age. And my mom's not even that old, man. My mom is 16 years older than me. I'm 38. So that's... Uh, She's 54, you know, she was born in 66. So it, she's young, she can recover from this stuff. Um, and right now she's doing much better than all of us anticipated. You know, like I, I posted a, a, a picture of us uh, online at, at P.F. Chang's as like a belated uh, birthday dinner with her because, you know, that was like really one of the first times that she's left the house um, to do anything else other than go to school and teach because she's a teacher and teachers don't get a whole lot of time off um, and she typically because of her condition her shortness of breath her edema uh, I mean she her mobility was so limited that when I was there she could barely walk from her bedroom to the front room uh, while maintaining her balance using the walls uh, and she would be out of breath and would have to uh, sit and focus on breathing. Uh, so her mobility was limited uh, severely. Um, and so now that she's on dialysis, uh, she's so much better. Uh, they have taken 20 pounds of excess fluid out of her now through dialysis. Um, her blood sugar is in check and she is abiding by the dialysis diet and, and I have to say that when I was down there uh, I basically uh, I mean I'm not a nurse I'm not a medical professional I haven't had a medical class in 20 years but man I, I pretty much turned into a full-time nurse while I was down there um, I, I 
started making green drinks for her, uh, lots of veggies and a blender and uh, making sure she got adequate nutrition uh, because she hasn't really been eating because of her condition. It's, it's really difficult to eat when you have 20 pounds of excess fluid uh, in your body. And, and, and thankfully, while I was down there, uh, she got her appetite back. Uh, she started eating um, and she, you know, she's doing so much better than, than any of us expected right now. I mean, she's really, she's doing a lot better. Um, but part of the reason, I guess the reason why I'm making this video is because I have just found out that um, my mother is, we filed her retirement paperwork, man. She'll be retiring uh, in December. Hopefully all the paperwork goes through and stuff. That's uh, after the end of that uh, of you know Christmas break, uh, she should be in full retirement. Um, I, I have no idea how she has been, you know, making it to school and teaching under these conditions. You know, um, uh, I mean, a few years back she was put into uh, diabetic ketoacidosis uh, because she wasn't able to urinate when she needed to at school um, because the bathrooms are so far away from her classroom that they uh and they wouldn't move her classroom they wouldn't allow her to and it was a whole thing man and, and so like her even walking to her class or or I, I don't know how she was doing any of this it really is quite a mystery to me and i'm just really thankful that the paperwork is going through for her retirement now uh because she doesn't need to be doing this stuff right now man she's on dialysis it's a uh, it's something that that and you know even when she was admitted to the hospital she was asking me to bring her laptop to the hospital so that she could enter in grades for her students i mean that's how dedicated she is uh to teaching and to empowering students uh i mean even when she's like very close to death or could have died uh her mind was still on hey i, I need to put grades in for these students um so the reason why I'm, asked, I, I'm, I'm making this video is because I've just found out that um, not only can she not get disability right away, that will take some time, that will take months. I've, I'm told it takes two years uh, to really make it through the uh, disability uh, application process, but, um, but more so than that, she just applied for uh, FMLA, which is family medical leave of absence and, and of course she's you know she'll be she's technically employed but she's not going to get paid for this time that she needs to take in order to go to dialysis in order to do what she needs to do to survive so she has a good support system around her um, but she has uh, you know, my sister's still recovering from COVID, so she's not working, man. My stepdad's retired, and he's on a fixed income. And uh, and I, I just, you know, they're, they're talking about selling the house. Uh, they're talking about uh, what they can do to save money. And all these options are just things that, like my mom needs to be at home while she goes through these life-saving procedures. And she needs to be able to focus on getting better and going to dialysis and um and you know like i'm just like i'm i you know man i just i just bought sleeping bags for everybody man i, I mean everybody's scraping for cash right now everyone's not doing well uh people are unemployed and it, it's it's really bad out there um 
but I just took whatever some spare money I had uh, and spare money it's just money that's you know like I I bought them all zero degrees sleeping bags because I don't know what's gonna happen in Texas over the course of this winter as well you know I mean um, but I, I I need I if there's I know I have a pretty large online following uh, between the podcast and music and, and general you know talks of uh, politics and, and online engagement man um, and I, I've, I've never made a video like this before you know I've not ever asked anyone online for help in such a such a way um, but I, I, I my mom needs some money man uh, my family needs some money to, so that way she can focus on getting better and, and the stress and anxiety of finances in this time when she is needing to be focused on maintaining her nutrition and and maintaining her dialysis process um, you know that's three days a week um, and and it you need that day in between uh, to just rest because dialysis will wear you out and uh, and my mother is worn out right now you know I mean she is doing so much better than we expected but it is still taking a toll on her body to go through dialysis um, and and so I, I I'm hoping that by reaching out to everyone in my network here that uh, that y'all will be kind enough or generous to, to give whatever you can uh, to help my mom so that way she can she can make it to dialysis and she can have a chance at living through this uh, and I say that and it's it's really I mean it only, it only really hits me when I say it out loud you know so here I am in New York and um, and I'm so far away from them right now and I'm, I'm just worried I'm so worried right now about their finances about what's gonna happen this winter about my mom's kidney functioning um, about whether she's getting the nutrition and stuff she needs I mean I, I my sister's there to do that stuff and I'm, I'm happy that she is but you know my sister needs to work too man and she's not gonna be able to stay out of work forever and she's still experiencing all of those nasty side effects of COVID that you know like she's my sister's experiencing shortness of breath. My sister gets tunnel vision when she stands up for too long. My sister can't walk through a through a retail store without feeling like she's going to pass out. Um, and and so it's and, and you know she's got a kid there too, and they're just trying to like kind of shield my nephew from all of this as well. Um, so that's why I'm making this video and that's why I'm telling you where I've been in Texas for the last four weeks like I said I was I was wholly unprepared for my mother uh, my mother's health failing I that was not something I anticipated or and and I don't think we're ever prepared for something like that um, uh, my mother's health has been not been good like I said she's been called a medical anomaly um, by doctors uh, and we have a diagnosis now it's congestive heart failure renal failure and she's on dialysis three days a week her spirits are up she's uh, happier she's her mobility is better she's doing physical therapy now and um, and she's able to actually like go out every now and then she's able to like you know make the walk from the car to the entrance of a restaurant to the table to sit down and uh, 
and, and she's doing okay. But she needs to be able to focus on getting better uh, without the anxiety of finances in this uh, horrific capitalist system that we all live in. And so I'm asking if, if anyone can donate anything, anything at all. I mean, if, if everybody donated like five bucks, I think it would be an amazing thing and, and it would take care of the problem, you know. Um, so yeah, that's, I really appreciate you if you've watched this so far to this point. Um, I really appreciate uh, you taking the time to listen to what I have to say. And you know, if you if you donate, uh, you know, if you donate anything over like, uh, let's say, uh, 150 bucks. If you donate anything over 150 bucks, come the spring and summertime, I will go out there and play a show for you. Uh, invite all your friends. Invite your family. You know, I don't know what you guys want. You want CDs? Do you want T-shirts? Do you want? Uh, do you want a shout out on the podcast? Do you? Uh, do you want to be on the podcast? Do you? Uh, do you want me to write a song for you? I mean. Whatever you need, uh, send me a message. Uh, I'm going to leave a link to a PayPal underneath this, uh, and I'll promise I'll be completely transparent about the money I received and the money that my mother receives. I, everything is going to her um, because she needs to focus on getting better, and she, I want my mother to live, you know? I mean, there, you know, the thing is, man, is that there are people in this world, I think it's an empirical claim that there are people in this world that mean the world to you. And when people in this world that mean the world to you need something, I'm, you need to be able to try to move the world in order to, in order to help them, in order to support them. I got friends I think that would do this for me, and right now I'm doing it for my mother. I love my mom, and uh, I want my mom around for a long time. And I want her to be able to get better. And so if you're able to help with that, I, you have my unending gratitude. And I will help repay that any way that I can. What do you want to show? Do you want to shout out on the podcast? Whatever I need to do, all right? Just, I'm going to leave a link below. And uh, I, I so appreciate you watching this video and listening to what I have to say. And uh, I'm going to leave a link below. And um, just thank you for donating if you do thank you for watching this video thank you for sharing this video and um i just just thank you and uh i hope you can help and i, I really I, I just want my mom to be around you know thanks